Welcome back to the Anxiety Slayer podcast. I'm Shan Vanderleek here with my good friend and co-host Ananga Sivir. This week we're discussing how you can prepare for travel during the holidays to minimize the anxiety that can come with traveling, whether by car, plane, or train. We know what it feels like and we've got some ideas to help you out to make it as easy as possible for you to get where you're going. Welcome back, Ananga. Hey, Shan. It's lovely to be with you again. Let's start our conversation today with uh, what to do before you travel. I think that's, that's a good place to start. Yeah, it's like the saying, a good day starts the day before, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> travel can increase anxiety. We know this. Ayurveda teaches this. India's ancient science of life teaches that travel and change and moving around can be challenging for anxiety. The last thing we need is for it to be a last minute thing because that just adds to the stress and the rushing, the hurry and the worry. We want to eliminate that. So the day before, it's a really good idea to be packed up ahead of time and uh, to make sure you eat a nourishing, warm meal, eat well during the day, get some rest, take a walk if you can, have an early night, make sure you're nourished, make sure you're well rested. And when we talk about being well-nourished and well-rested, one of the things that I think is important to note is please don't eat anything heavy. Don't eat a big sandwich or a pizza or something that's heavy on your system. Eat something Mm. that's a little easier for you to digest. It's really important that that nourishing food be a little bit lighter than some of the heavier options that you have. Yeah, definitely. Also, one of my tricks is to create a staging area. That's what I call it. (laughs) (laughs) Is that what I call a pile? Yeah. (laughs) Or what Ananga calls a pile. I have a table that gets cleared, and on that table is everything that I need for my trip. And I pack steadily and thoughtfully, and everything kind of gets laid out on the table in advance. And this way, takes away all of the stress and anxiety of last minute worries over the personal items that I need and want to take with me, whether that be my passport or whether that be supplements or clothing or toiletries, whatever. I have everything in that space. I also will lay out my travel clothes the night before I leave so that I know exactly what I'm wearing. I have things laid out in the bathroom to get ready. It helps so much. It helps me so much. And having just traveled twice in a short period of time, doing these things in advance was like, okay, I've got this. And it's all taken care of. Yeah, I do exactly the same. I also keep a a checklist on my phone. I have a, a permanent list saved on my phone for when I visit my parents. And I just untick everything, uncheck everything every time and uh, tick them off again. I find that really helpful to having a travel checklist that's saved. Of course, it might change a bit according to the seasons, but um, there are certain things that we always want to take with us and we always need to take with us. So I find having a saved list is a real, a real help to me. 
Yeah, that's something that I do as well. And I pack and carry some unusual items too. <laughs> so sometimes I think, oh my goodness, how many people are traveling? And we'll talk about this later in the episode with uh, an anxiety slayer care kit. Uh-huh, yeah. Whether it be the the supplements that I take or or the extra headphones or uh, I have this perfect little stone that I like to take with me. It's an amethyst because I like having something like that as well. Make time and room for some little special things to carry along with you that help you stay grounded, I guess is what I'm getting at there. No, some comfort items, definitely. Yeah, yeah. You know, what we want to have with us. And um, that can be personal, if not unusual. (laughs) (laughs) It's also key to allow for extra time when you travel in every way you possibly can, because rushing increases stress and anxiety. And when we're in a rush, there's nothing worse. It just, it feels like, uh uh-oh, how am I going to get ahead of this? So if you allow for extra time, I used to tease my mom about getting places early and, and all of the extra time she allowed. And now I understand it so much better. It's like, okay, I would rather be at the airport a little bit longer than being in a position where I'm running through the airport to get to the gate, to get on the plane, to get wherever I'm going. Oh yeah. It's so stressful. And you just feel like you can't catch up with yourself. It feels out of control. It's easier to lose things. Um, you know, if, I, if I'm in that kind of situation, which I seldom am because I find it really hard to handle, but that's when I'll start checking, you know, have I got my phone? Have I got this? Yeah. I can feel the vata goes up, the anxiety goes up. Now, certainly we are all at the mercy of the train or the plane, or the, even if, if you're traveling by car, things can happen that you have no control over. But when you allow extra time for what you can control, whether that be time for parking, making sure that you're making time to use the restroom, time to get a snack or a drink, all of these things that you're like, okay, I'm carving out this time to do these things. It's going to make this so much more comfortable for me. Yeah. Even breathing and calming yourself by breathing or reading while you're waiting to board the plane or while you're waiting to leave. I know sometimes when families, if you've got a family and you've got multiple people getting ready before you get out the door and all the things that happen there, that can be a a time of anxiety as well. So allowing yourself to just sit and breathe while you wait before everybody gets in the car to go wherever. And speaking of car, gas up your vehicle the day before. If you're driving to the train station or to the airport, or if you're, or even if you're going on a road trip in your car, take care of your vehicle before as well. Yeah, I even do that on weekend trips because I can find it overwhelming. If there's somewhere en route where I can stop easily, or I might have a scheduled break stop, I'll do it there. But if there isn't, if I'm going to have to go off route a bit or figure out where to get petrol, then um, I do it the day before. It's just one less thing to deal with. I find it less overwhelming. And I think that's what we have to also factor in if we're feeling overwhelmed to look at how we can chunk things down into smaller steps over, over time. If there's tires that need checking or water that needs checking or whatever, 
how much of it can we do in advance? So when it comes time to move, we just can get in and and go. And the more we give ourselves a buffer around those things, the things that are within our control, the better we can handle if things happen that are out of our control because we're not already spun out. We're in a good place. I found that with my last trip when I went to Houston last month that uh, one of the things that I don't have a lot of experience doing is riding in Ubers or Lyfts because I live in a pretty rural area and we don't have that here. Uh, we have maybe you know a handful of taxis. <laughs> and so I knew I was going to be doing this new thing, which sounds probably very funny to some of our younger listeners, but my daughter walked me through the process ahead of time and said, okay, this is what you do. You download this app. This is what happens. This is how it all plays out. And because she kindly walked me through the play-by-play, it was so easy. And it's not that I expected it to be difficult. It's just that I hadn't had the experience yet. Yeah. And so I didn't know where to go to pick up the Uber from the terminal. I had never been through that Houston airport, all those kinds of things. So I did my research in advance and it was all so easy because I didn't wait to figure it out when I landed. Yeah, yeah. My daughter also showed me how to use Uber uh, last summer. I lost my glasses. And uh, so I had to get an Uber to the opticians. Are these the glasses that you ended up finding in the backyard? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, they are. A story for another day. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's always helpful if we feel unfamiliar with something, not sure how to do something, if someone can walk us through it. That's a help as well. I always uh, find it comforting to think if I don't know how to do something, someone somewhere does. Yeah. And uh, we can learn from them, even if it's. Google. But um, if it's someone in person, that can be really nice. Just help you get set up and return the favor for all the things we've figured out for them over the years. Yeah, there you go. There you go. (laughs) The other thing that, that I like to do as well is I always bring some healthy snacks with me when I travel. So I'll have a a small bag of almonds. Uh, Sometimes I'll take dates if I have them. I know you like oat biscuits with seeds, um, something to keep your blood sugar steady. Just to have something like that put aside, not only uh, are you taking good care of your body and mind, you're not going to pay somebody an insane amount of money for what turns out to be nothing. It's like, oh, that'll be $20 for a package of crisps and a <laughs> you know, one ounce of peanuts or something. Yeah. Um, One of the things I was so grateful for on this recent journey is taking my water bottle empty. And then after going through uh, security all throughout airports, now they have uh, little water stations. So you can fill up your water bottle with filtered water. I like to stay hydrated. It's really important to stay hydrated when you travel. And so that for me just felt like I felt so smart that I had my bottle and I could fill it up whenever I needed. And then, of course, when you can, uh, you want to have something warm to drink, if possible. Uh, Not a bunch of coffees, but uh, warm drinks are a really 
best if you can get some tea or um, if you can get something decaffeinated or if you are going to do coffee, just not to do too much. But in this case, I, I had mostly this filtered water and that was a lifesaver for me because I do drink so much water anyway. And I felt much better when I got to my hotel after a full day of traveling. Yeah, it's so easy to get dehydrated, which increases anxiety. Getting hungry and having our blood sugar drop also increases anxiety. So if we're prepared for those things and we're not looking around for facilities to try and help ourselves feel better, that's always easier. Whenever I travel, I always take my own herbal teas, lemon balm, chamomile, uh, mint's really good. If your stomach's upset when traveling, ginger, different calming teas. And uh, there's usually the opportunity to ask for some hot water and use your own tea. And if you're traveling with a flask, of course, you can ask for some hot water and make up your own flask. And then you can add some rescue remedy when you've got a calming tea to go. Mm -hmm. You just feel so much better that you've taken the time to look after yourself, that you've taken the time to have some of these items put together. There's comfort in that. It's very grounding. If you feel kind of tethered in your experience instead of floating all over the place. For me, it's a very definite thing. I think um, to be aware of your needs and self-respecting and, you know, give yourself the gift of what you need is in and of itself. It's an anti-anxiety thing to do. It's very easy when we're anxious to feel kind of caught up in the stream of what's going on around us, we can feel a little carried along or pushed along. And as you said, to be grounded is really important. We can feel ungrounded, overwhelmed, and then it becomes a really difficult experience. So to just quietly have what you need to be more comfortable and take good care of yourself, that in and of itself is a remedy. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Do you sometimes wish your life came with an operating manual? I know I do. Sometimes we all need an objective, neutral party to help us sort things out. And BetterHelp online therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions, and they can help you learn productive coping skills. Having worked with a BetterHelp therapist in the past, I felt heard and fully supported during my experience. As the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. Plus, it's affordable. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist. And if things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist at any time. It really couldn't be simpler. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash slayer. That's betterhelp.com slash slayer. Before the break, we were talking about keeping hydrated and how important that is and and being grounded through all of the choices that we make to prepare for travel. What are some of the other things that you like to do, Ananga, to help you stay calm and relaxed while you're in the midst of traveling? I really value audio support. 
I do on a daily basis, but certainly if traveling to have a guided relaxation, supportive podcast or audio book, things to listen to that keep my mind relaxed, but engaged. Of course, depending on how I'm traveling, I would change my choices. So if I'm driving somewhere, I'll listen to a podcast or an audio book. Um, and if I'm traveling where I'm not the driver, I might choose something more deeply relaxing, like a guided relaxation or a guided grounding practice. And they're also really good to have when you've arrived at your destination. I find traveling can make me very um, jittery when I settle down to sleep. If I've been driving, I can close my eyes to go to sleep and I'll just see the motorway and the lights for quite a long time, which is an effect that moving around can have on our nervous system and on the energy type called Vata that we often talk about in Ayurveda. So having a guided relaxation, the completion of your journey to help you wind down and sleep is also really helpful. So that's something I definitely like to to have with me. I have a little MP3 player I keep with me with some noise cancelling headphones. And uh, yeah, if I'm not driving, that's what I'll be listening to. And if I'm driving, I'll have a podcast or audio book on my phone synced up with the car. I do that as well. This, this last trip, I was listening to my access classes and had some nice relaxations that I could use in the hotel room. Mm. And you know, again, it, you just have the choice. You've, you've made a decision to support yourself the best way you can, and there you are. Put your headsets on and relax, and it's like, oh, I'm so glad I thought to do this. <laughs> yeah. And we can't have this conversation without bringing up the calm point. The calm point is so easy to find and, and easy to do. To find the point that we're talking about, you just make a fist with your left hand and look where your middle finger touches your palm. This is the point that you're going to press on quite firmly and steadily with the thumb of your right hand. And you do that for about a minute while you take deep, steady breaths. This will make such a difference for you. You relax your jaw, you let your shoulders drop, and just relax as you hold that point and you continue to take deep Slow breaths is wonderful. I use the calm point anytime I have to go to the doctor's office, anytime I have to wait anywhere because I can be impatient. Doing it on, on the plane, once you get seated or in the, on the train, or if you're a passenger in the car, the calm point is such a wonderful tool for you to have. Yeah, really wonderfully relaxing. Helps lower your heart rate. Arms anxiety, again, something nice to do when you settle down to sleep after a day of traveling and do it while you're listening to something. Um, but certainly good to bring it in during the day. It's, it's good to have regular check-ins when traveling. And even if you are driving, if you make a stop off, it's great to, to use the calm point and just take yourself off for five minutes with a, a warm drink and just close your eyes and, and practice that. Nobody knows what you're doing. It's pretty discreet. And it's a really nice way to reset and stop adrenaline and anxiety escalating to that point where it can spill over into something much more difficult to manage. So it's good to do it a few times. Remember to bring it in. I also like to oil up before I travel. And 
I, I think you do that as, as well, Ananga, that just get some sesame oil and apply it to the inside of your nose and the inside of your ears. And even if you want a little bit in your belly button, <laughs> this will calm vata. It will prevent dryness. And it will also um, potentially catch some of the things that you're breathing in that you don't want to travel any further up your nose and down your throat. Yeah. And this has become a regular practice for me during the colder months of the year, but also when I travel. There's just, again, an extra barrier, an extra sense of looking after myself and knowing that I'm taking another step toward making this experience as easy as I possibly can on my mind, body, and soul. Yeah, it's a wonderful thing to add in, very easy, and something you can, again, redo if you're having a, a stop on your journey, something you can, you can reapply or reapply again before you settle down in the evening at the end of your journey. And then finally, make yourself an Anxiety Slayer Care Kit. If you haven't done it already, it's time to do it. Make one for your side of your bed and your bed table. Make one for travel. Uh, this is an easy kit for you to create. And you can include rescue remedy spray or the, the little pastilles that they offer. Those are available at most health stores on Amazon, I think in Nelson's. Add some mints and maybe some lip balm because anxiety gets triggered by physical sensations like a dry mouth. I have lip balm with me in every place, you know, in a pocket, in the purse, in the bag. And again, none of this takes up too much space. A small bottle of, of essential oil, like lavender is beautiful to travel with or lemon balm. Uh, your earphones or earplugs or both. As we know, many people who suffer with anxiety are highly sensitive to sound, to noise. And so earphones can help you block out a lot of that external sound and and you get to choose what you want to hear. I wore my big beautiful Bose noise canceling headphones when when I went on my trip. Yeah. It made such a difference. I created Shannyland, my own little world as I was moving through and I was so grateful for it. That's what we need. I always have uh, noise canceling earphones that I use, you know, noises going on around me that I find sometimes um jarring. Then I've got my selection of earplugs of different types that block out different levels of noise, depending if it's for sleep or I need to be a bit more aware of my surroundings. And my daughter recently got herself some loops. You see them around on Instagram and different places quite a bit. But she's doing really well with those. She's really happy with those. So find what works for you. Find what's comfortable for you. And uh, definitely a good thing to carry. And then... Also consider a, a journal or a coloring book. There's all different sizes available to you. I have a little uh, pocket pack of markers that has like 10 different colors and they're only about maybe two inches long and they just fit in this little pack. And I have a small journal, so it doesn't need to be anything big. Bring a book, whether it's a whether it's a book you read or whether it's a book you listen to or whether it's a you know, hardcover or if you have an electronic device for reading, even if you don't use it, have it available. 
And then, of course, a calming playlist on your phone. You know what I was thinking, Ananga? It would be a good idea for us to put together a playlist that we could make available to our listeners based on maybe your favorites and mine, um, separate or together or whatever. That'd be a fun thing to do to build on Spotify. Let's, let's make a note. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> we'll do that and we'll let you know. <laughs> I have this wonderful playlist that some old friends of mine and I created on Spotify. And we were each able to add favorite music. And we were doing it for a friend's road trip. And we're all such big music lovers that she's like, let's, let's do this. And it turned out to be such a wonderful playlist between us. This Anxiety Slayer Care Kit is a custom-made, beautiful thing that you absolutely must do. <laughs> <laughs> do it for travel. Keep one in your car if you need to. Certainly, we always keep stuff by our, our bedsides as well, and everything you need is there. Yeah, and as you said before, these are small items. So it doesn't take up a lot of space. I like to have a nice little pouch, a cute little pouch that I've just got my care items in. Mm-hmm. And it becomes really quite a, a nice thing, an affirmative thing. So I can just grab that wherever I'm going. I've got that. So these can be very sweet things to do and genuinely helpful. Well, I hope this conversation helps you feel more calm and relaxed about your upcoming travel for the holidays. And we'll continue to share tips and resources with you over the coming weeks. And also, please be aware that we do have our social anxiety course available at 50% off through the end of the year. So if you suffer with social anxiety, this course is chock full of great support for you. And you can learn more about that course at anxietyslayer.teachable.com. Again, that's 50% off through the end of the year. Thank you so much for listening to Anxiety Slayer. We're so grateful that you come back again and again. And thanks, Ananga. 